This is the Freedom Ring. Happy Friday! Made it through another one, man. Yes, we did. Buried in this crap. (laughs) But uh, we made it. That's not crap. That's information for our friends to have. Uh, Some of that information includes something your elected officials got that you did not. Uh, not only your elected like officials. Like a pay raise? Um, <laughs> probably better than a pay raise. Okay. If you're going to weigh it out in the big scheme of things. Very interesting. Definitely better than a pay raise. Um, not only the elected officials, but some of their staffers and their family members. They were treated to this, but you weren't. Hmm. Uh, more from President Vladimir Biden. And uh, a new population prediction. Which is kind of scary. Speaking of scary, it describes the world we live in. By the way, welcome to the Freedom Ring. And uh, hello to everybody watching live on... Uh, on Rumble. On Rumble. Appreciate Freedom Ring you. Sh- uh, com. by the way, for all of our links to all of our platforms that we're on and uh, our social media. We hope you will join us on all of our social media. Tons and tons of links consume the show in many ways but uh speaking of scary that's how we start off the show every day by uh because we're dealing with the scary of the world we put god front and center because if you're going to tackle on all this scariness you need uh you need the man upstairs to give you the road map and something about elon musk taking over twitter um that brought up the word confusion yesterday when we were talking about and we're going to be getting to a little bit more on that story in just a little bit so i i looked up confusion the word confusion, and uh, which we all deal with in our downtimes, and I found uh, Proverbs three verses five and six. Whether you're confused why the world is the way it is, or why you're going through, or wait a minute, I know I, I didn't actually read the, the proverb. Duh. Talk about Friday, man. <laughs> we be live. This is what happens, man. Uh, Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he will make straight your paths. Okay? So whether you're confused as to why the world is uh, the way it is right now or why you're going through what you're going through in your own personal life um, and you're always trying to do the right thing, the answer is because we have to. We, we have to deal with the downtimes. We have to deal with the confusion because you you have to. We as a society have to. But you have to understand he's the one that's bringing you through it for the, uh, for the rewards that he plan, has planned for all of us or for you. And I always say he's got what he's got planned for us is a lot better than what we've got planned. And uh, that's where faith kicks in, man. And because you, we, don't know what the end result is or when it's going to arrive, it brings the sense of confusion. So uh, try to find a peace in that confusion. I know it's hard. It's difficult. We all experience it. Because the, uh, the fact that you experience confusion means you do have faith. That's actually a good sign. And yeah. uh, like I said yesterday, enjoy the ride. Um, it's kind of like a roller coaster where you don't know that, you know, uh, some roller coasters go into that dark tunnel and you don't know where the turn's at. And that's kind of like life. I tell my wife a lot, uh, no matter where you are, no matter what you're going through, 
try to enjoy is difficult sometimes. Or the learning uh, experience behind it. Yeah, because uh, God is bringing you through it. And you know what it's called? It's called life. It is. And it's not always served up on a silver platter. That's right. But you enjoy that silver platter because you're starved for a little while or you're fed mud for a little while. And he brings you through that. And eventually you're paid off. It's called the harvest. He's getting us through life so we make it to the harvest uh, when the fruit is ripe. Exactly. Eventually it's going to unfold and reveal itself to you. And it it, it always does. And it's unfortunately on his timeline. That's the hard part. That is the hard part. That's That's the battle. Go go bald, you know. (laughs) That's what makes you go gray. White. Bill is only 19 years old. Look at that. (laughs) He's 19. (laughs) I'm ripe already, baby. (laughs) Enjoy the ride, and uh, he'll deliver what it is you're looking for. I know it's hard to believe. You know, some people just throw in the towel and just like, nah, man, I'm done. Not so much done on life and when they want to end it all. They just... they they, they they get off the path. Bef- they have to take a break and go away. Well, yeah. just before it's revealed. Just yeah. before their big payoff. Mm-hmm. You know? And um, I don't know if you just stick it out. He'll bring it to you, man. It takes faith, and it is confusing. Well, to me, there's no choice. You have to stick it out. Right. I mean, you're here. Yeah. So, uh, Ivermectin earned a Nobel Peace Prize in 2015. Remember hearing about that? The mainstream media continues to lie about the safety and effectiveness of treating COVID with ivermectin, and the medical complex uh, makes it hard to get a prescription. Um, Would our government bill lie about the success of a drug while mandating us to receive a vaccine? Oh, hell no. Only to take the drug in secret to combat a virus? Would they do that? No. You don't think so? No. Not our government. No, they would stay in line with the rest of us. Yeah. And and if they're saying avoid ivermectin, they're certainly avoiding ivermectin themselves. Oh, yeah. For for a reason, you know, it's that's bad stuff or stuff. Two physicians known for treating covid with ivermectin have come out with statements saying that over 100 members of your U.S. Congress were treated with ivermectin. Um, let's see. Look it up for yourselves. His name is Dr. Pierre Corey. That's K-O-R-Y. He's from the Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Alliance. He took to Twitter to share the news. I don't know if he was able to share this news up until earlier this week. <laughs> yeah. But he's able to share it now. Huh. What's changed? Hmm. I can't begin to think. It's kind of musky in here. <laughs> He took to Twitter to share the news that between one and 200 United States Congress members, plus many of their staffers and their family members, were, oh, they, uh, that he, yeah, 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 yeah. With COVID, they received ivermectin as treatment. So their their family members, they and their their staffers had COVID, and they received ivermectin as a treatment. Um, looking at his tweet right here, no hospitalizations, not one of them reported to that, that to the people. They saved themselves and stayed silent as ivermectin was torched in the mainstream media. Dr. Simone Gold echoed Corey's statement. Uh, he, by the way, is the founder of America's Frontline Doctors. He says, I can confirm this is true. A number of elected officials have reached out to me over the last year and, requ- and requested this treatment. But how many of them? Hmm. 
They probably have a hotline right to Tennessee, you know. Because things are changing in Tennessee. Yeah, they are. Governor Bill Lee has signed SB 2188 that allows ivermectin, an award-winning antiviral drug, to be available for the treatment of COVID-19 without a prescription in Tennessee. The state Senate overwhelmingly voted 66 to 20, and the House voted 22 to 6 in favor of the bill. The bill states that a pharmacist can provide ivermectin to a patient who is 18 years of age or older, pursuant to a valid collaborative pharmacy practice agreement containing a non-patient specific prescription prescriptive order and standardized procedures developed and executed by one or more authorized prescribers. Basically, what that means is that adults can explain their symptoms to the pharmacist, fill out a sheet listing any pre-existing conditions and other medications they're taking, and the pharmacist can determine the right dosage. Medical professionals such as Dr. Robert Malone, Dr. Ryan Cole, Dr. Richard Urso, Pierre Coro, Corey, who you had mentioned uh, before, mm-hmm. uh, Dr. John Little, and many others worked diligently to educate Tennessee lawmakers about this effective drug. My wife just texted me that Simone Gold is a uh, is a woman, and so if I alluded to the fact that she was a guy, I apologize. <laughs> I wasn't going to tell you till after the show. Oh, thanks. <laughs> I didn't Thank want to do it on camera. You dick. <laughs> I didn't say it, man. Liberty Council founder and chairman Matt Staver said, cheap and effective drugs like ivermectin are being denied to the public, while pharmaceutical companies make money from COVID shots that are neither safe nor effective. Studies and personal testimonies have repeatedly shown the effectiveness of ivermectin the focus should always be about helping save lives rather than putting more money in the pockets of big pharma all states should indeed follow tennessee's lead it's such a confusing uh issue that the legislatures don't understand any of it and they're afraid i believe they're just afraid well some of them are corrupt but I believe some of them are just afraid to make the decision because they're buying into the horse medicine crap, right, right, you know, right. and that it that could kill you and give cancer. And what was the thing they were saying originally? Was it hydroxychloroquine? How it can hurt your heart? I don't know if it was that or I remember. I lose track. No, it's, of no, it's life, not but. the injection. It's not the jab that hurts your heart. Yeah, it's, it, it's, it's the, the treatment. Stuff. It's the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> that there. Oh my! I just got another uh, another text here. We had to pay $300 for ivermectin because they banned it through our insurance. Oh, and they were also, uh, you remember when they were destroying some of the uh, manufacturing plants? They just suddenly, like our food plants. Yeah, exactly. Just suddenly, boom, caught on fire and exploded, you know. (laughs) Does anybody see this but us? I mean, you're paranoid. You're just weird, Bill. This... (sighs) This is like a legit government we live under. This is nothing illegal happening. This it's, isn't. This isn't what you know. Real life organized crime members are saying about the government that it's a, you. You want to talk about organized crime? You got to worry about Washington D.C., not about what's going on in uh, in New York or Chicago or Boston and all the mafia families there. That that I mean that speaks volumes when the, when the actual mob. <laughs> it's like save me 
When the mob members are saying, no, man, we're actually choir boys compared to what's going on in Washington, D.C. The the mafia will give you water when you need a drink, and right. D.C. will kill you. Or at least a nice bowl of pasta. They give you water through the, in, you know, <laughs> yeah. here, oh, you want a drink? Have another. It's disgusting, man. Uh, Joe Biden will ask Congress for an additional $33 billion to help Ukraine fend off the the Russian invasion. That's uh, the latest proposal, which the official said was expected to last for five months. Has more than $20 billion in military assistance. Uh, isn't our U.S. military dwindling? Yeah. Yet we're giving $20 billion of your tax dollars over to Ukraine for their military. We're giving them money, and we're giving them all of our military equipment. And it's to help bolster defenses in their nearby countries. Screw ours. Uh, There's also $8.5 billion in economic aid to help keep Vladimir Zelensky's government functioning, and $3 billion for food and humanitarian programs to help civilians and other spending, which is actually good news when we hear that part. Because when you read that last sentence, $3 billion for food and humanitarian programs going over there, one can only assume that every last homeless veteran in the United States is off the street and has shelter, is healthy, and, and is well-fed, right? Mm-hmm. So that's got to be why we can afford to do that now, because we've already taken care of our homeless veterans here, right? Of course. You would think, Of yeah. course. Yeah. Because certainly a president with half a functioning brain and an actual soul wouldn't take care of others before one of our own, right? Oh, yeah, he's an American. He loves this country, right? So that is good news. Absolutely. The fact that we can afford to help them out means that we've already taken care of ours. Oh, yeah, of course. I'm going to sleep better this weekend. Well, you know, he's taking care of us through our health. You know, <laughs> with making sure that we don't get sick. And uh, and die. <laughs> the proposal would more than double the initial $13.6 billion package of defense and economic aid for Ukraine and Western allies that the uh, that Congress enacted last month. There is wide bipartisan support in Congress for giving Ukraine all the assistance it needs to fight the Russians. And its eventual approval seems uncertain, but Biden... Uh, and congressional Democrats also want lawmakers to approve billions more to battle the pandemic. And that, along with the Republican push to entangle to, uh, to entangle the measure with an extension of some Trump-era immigration restrictions, leaves the proposal's pathway to uh, enactment unclear. Biden was also asking Congress yesterday, just yesterday as a matter of fact, for new powers to seize and repurpose the assets of Russian uh, oligarchs. Uh, he wants lawmakers to make it a criminal offense for. <laughs> this is the funny part. Oh, you want hypocrisy? He wants lawmakers to make it a criminal offense for a person to knowingly or intentionally possess proceeds directly obtained from corrupt dealings with the Russian government. You know, kind of like what he's been doing with China for the last decade. <laughs> Oh, my God. They're not even hiding it, man. No. Um, Double the statute of limitations for foreign money laundering offenses. Again, that's what he's doing in Ukraine. I know. Why would he do that? I mean, Because he's that stupid. I guess so. It gives us more time to get him. 
Uh, let's see. Double the statute of limitations for foreign money laundering offenses to 10 years and expand the definition of racketeering <laughs> under oh U.S. God. law to include efforts to evade sanctions. Ugh. Don't come up with those stories anymore. I have to. <laughs> CBS Evening News isn't talking about it. We did miss one. Uh... By the way, by the way, one last follow-up on this one. Um, Steve Bannon, do you have the audio for Steve no, I Bannon? Do. I do. Uh, it's your pure evilness. Uh, let me. That's actually part of his um, part of his quote here. The first quarter GDP number was released yesterday, uh, and unexpectedly declined by. 1.4% in the first quarter. Uh, this was a shock to, well, nobody really, except the Biden crime family and his minion, uh, minions in the fake news media. Uh, this is Steve Bannon talking about that very topic. Prices up 7%. Trade deficit alone shaved 3.2% off of GDP. Exports fell 6%. Imports up 17.7%. Elections have consequences, and stolen elections have catastrophic consequences. The guy that had us with growth, had us with with uh, blue-collar people having 11% wage increases with no inflation in the fourth quarter of 2019, the guy that had the world at peace, he had the mullahs braced up, he had Putin in his place, he's cutting deals with Xi, understand we're bringing it back. Yes, they stole this election. If you think we're going to get off 3 November, you got another thing coming. I don't care about Jamie Raskin, I don't care about Schiff. You guys are all gone in November, okay? This country's in a crisis, and you helped create it. And what you've done to this nation and the economy and working-class people will be remembered forever. And we destroy your party at the ballot box in November. Like in 1932, the Republicans were destroyed by the Democrats. And we run this deal for 40 or 50 years, as we should. Because you are in, not just incompetent, it's your malfeasance and your pure evilness. Look what you've done to this nation. And now we see it's about trade because, and we're going to go back. Rudy's going to come up. We're going to rub your nose in the hard drive from hell. We'll impeach you, Biden. Biden, you're getting impeached with three things out of the box. Invasion on the southern border, your compromise and corruption on the hard drive from hell. And yes, Fauci and everything about the vaccine, the CDC, the FDA, all of it. And the Wuhan lab and why you're not over there. And the reason you're not over there, why are you not over there? This is outrageous. And we have warned about this, and we have warned about this, and we have warned about this. And it gets back to trade. And what are they going to try to do? Are they going to sit there and try to get the trade right? No. What they're going to try to do is come up, and they're going to try to wipe out $1.6 trillion of, uh, of these student loans, all these bogus colleges that people went to with diplomas that can't get them real jobs. Okay? If the diploma could get them real jobs, it might be worth it, but it can't. And they don't have real jobs anyway because you've destroyed the economy. How, how can I, an actual normal thinking human being still be on board? That's, that's why I don't buy the polls when they say, oh, 38% still in. No, they're not. No, they're not. I, I, I no, there's, not there's no rational. There's no person that actually has a functioning brain that can still. And why isn't he impeached? You know what I mean? I mean, it's it's so corrupt. The fact that this worthless POS hasn't been impeached yet 
After everything he just rattled through. I'm still hung up on the military and why they ever let it even happen. We well, have it all, Trump says. It, uh, what happened? It has to play out. I it, guess it, it has, has to. to play out. It has to. We have to be drugged through this. And to wake people up, I guess. As that, and that's what I, I find it hard to believe. Maybe, maybe the polls are accurate because, like, I, um, I'll get to that text later if we have time. But there's, there's just so many signs right now that there are people still asleep. There yeah. are people that, are, that can't even fathom that anything this twisted, dark, and corrupt could be happening here in the United States of America. They, they either are completely unaware yeah. of it or they refuse to believe it. And it's just playing out right in front of you. And they... I'm... I'm <laughs> I can't even... I know. I know. Speechless. It's so frustrating. Every day we read this <clears throat> stuff. Uh, who would you think would have the authority over Title 42, whether it stays or goes? Hmm. Congress? Or maybe the Department of Homeland Security? Okay. You know, protecting our borders. Us. <laughs> well, you're wrong. Yeah, of course I am. I... <laughs> you're absolutely wrong. <laughs> you paid no attention, man. Alejandro Mayorkas. He said that DHS has no power over Title 42. And the, the uh... oh my God. The U.S. Centers for Disease Control, or the CDC, they hold exclusive jurisdiction. CDC's in control. Yeah. They're playing it out through our health. Okay. You know, they're going to... Oh, and they're trying to pass that international treaty where the WHO controls the health on this earth. What's Roger Daltrey got to do with this? (laughs) Well, you got to laugh once in a while at this stuff. Come on. You got to let me finish the story, man. (laughs) Pete Townsend knows nothing about that. (laughs) It's based on their expert assessment of the public health needs of the American public. And they decide whether the Title 42 authority Mm. remains necessary as a public health imperative based on the public health data that they obtain and their expert decision based on it. Makes sense. Mayorkas said, according to the Washington Examiner, our responsibility in the Department of Homeland Security is to implement Title 42 authority of the CDC at our border and to implement it effectively and judiciously, according to the law. But I ask one question. What if hmm, what if the CC, CDC is corrupt? No. Bill, get out of here, man. I'm, I'm tired <laughs> I, of this stuff. I, I, good. I've been looking for a reason to get fired. <laughs> Thank you. Uh... You kind of own the place. <laughs> I know. Every time I called my bo- boss and cuss him out, he doesn't say anything. Yeah. The CDC. So Anthony Fauci, you know, speaking of the CDC, um, he's done such a great job with you know COVID that of course we would want him in charge of. Uh, Adolf, uh, yeah, yeah, of everything going on down there. <laughs> not the not the border czar. No, we wouldn't want her involved. No. We want CDC making these calls. Yeah. And Kamala supervising. Wow. The CDC's decision to end Title 42 order on May the 23rd drew bipartisan opposition from lawmakers who raised concerns that it would lead to a surge of illegal 
immigration, you think? Yeah, a little bit. And crime on the border. The public health order requires migrants seeking asylum in the United States to wait outside the country for their applications to be processed and grants DHS additional authority to deport migrants. How could you have a problem with that? Who do not comply. So far, the policy has been used to expel more than a million illegal immigrants at the southern border. DHS has predicted that there will be as many as 18,000 additional border encounters per day once the order is lifted. Let me ask you a question. Do you know approximately how many illegal aliens are in this country right now? Right now? No. This is going to floor you. 40 million. 40 million. I was not expecting that number. I wasn't either, and then I saw it. Uh, makes you, you know... But what, then you see what's going on on the border, and it's not surprising. Uh, it's still my, my... I mean, that 40 million is a big number. I I can't even comprehend it. How did it happen? Well, we know how it's happening. Uh, how would you... How, how could you have a problem with someone that's trying to immigrate here illegally? I mean, because we've got a process. Hey, here's a weird thought. Every country's got a process to immigrate into their country and for some reason our process is frowned upon um <laughs> oh agenda if you oh. try to get you know if we were trying to break into mexico i believe we get shot on on site don't we probably and most countries you get shot on site or at least arrested but we can't do that when people come into our country. I remember I remember talking to one particular friend who's in a band here in the tri-state and I love the band. They're just incredible. I won't give any names. But this guy he was all for just opening up the borders as a few other people. He's brain like, dead. What what are you thinking? I mean, I'm all for immigration. You know, we all I'm, came from immigrants. Yeah, and I mean, I married a Chinese woman. Um, I'm all for it, but there's a process, like you said. There's a process, you man. Gotta, They're more than welcome. It's like, you know, you're invited to the wedding. Just sign the guest book when you get here. That's all we're asking. you got to make sure that they're not sick. They're not bringing something in that's going to infect a bunch of people, get, them, get the population sick. you got to know who these people are. Are they criminals? Where do they come from? What's their history? Are they educated? Why you know? are you Why are you so racist for su- suggesting that? You know what I mean? That's that's racist. And to uh, show your ID when you go and vote, that's racist. It's not racist at all. They just uh, preach that. It's kind of like it, you know the getting back to uh, having to prove your identity and uh, your citizenship and everything on the on your way in, rather than coming in and then worrying about it later. You can't even do that at a bar. When you walk into a bar and they ask for your ID, where do they at? You're not in the bar yet. This is a freaking bar. All right? We're talking about our country. I know. Hey. <laughs> it's so simple. Why are people overlooking this? You know, you got to prove your identity and your age and your date of birth and blah, 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 blah. When you're walking into a bar... Well, you know what the problem is. I, 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 I'm so busy. I, I work all day long. I come home, fight with my wife, cook supper, put the kids to bed. By the time I get to bed, I'm, I'm totally exhausted. I just don't have time to think about this. 
well, buddy, you know what? You better wake up and start thinking about it. Too many years have gone by of this attitude. We're losing our country. We're losing our freedom. We're losing our Bill of Rights. Complacency is killing us. The commies are running our government. When does it end? It's up to us. Trump ain't going to save us. We've all we've all read histories, uh, history books. We've seen movies, and we admire the people that stood up. Absolutely. When do we grow the balls and stand up? How effing lazy do we have to be? I mean, you, you, is it just? I don't get it. I want my I want my season tickets. I, I want to go out on the lake. I want my pay and screw the rest of it, man. Screw it for my children and my grandchildren and my great grandchildren. F them all. It's all about me because I'm a selfish son of a bitch. Yeah, and I'm spoiled in the greatest country in the on planet Earth. And ain't, I ain't got the balls to stand up. Now most of us on the right are willing to. But when do we? Yeah. When do we? When, when do we when do when do we take over Washington? I mean, they're expecting us to. They know the criminal they they know the illegalities that they're committing because they're putting walls and fences around uh government buildings. They they know what's going on inside is crooked. It's only a matter of time before the, these people actually sl- When do we grow the balls and actually do it? And we're not saying Start a war. No, we're not doing that at all. We all, as people in this country, we need to stand up. And how do you do it? I think a lot of people are asking that. Like, like we need a coordinator. We need somebody that, that will put the whole plan together. But it's not that difficult. You start by calling your leaders, local leaders, and call every leader in D.C. And to make demands of them. But most importantly, when you have a chance to vote... Don't sit on your ass at home and do nothing. What do I hear? What is it, like 20% of, of American po- uh, population votes? That's a small number. It's a very small number. We're not utilizing the power that we have. And even though I give thumbs up to the people when they hear Biden and uh, his administration's coming to town and they're standing on streets, you know, they're holding up the uh, yeah. uh, let's go Brandon signs and Trump rules and you stole the election. That's great. No, but it's not enough. No. You know what? I applaud the people over in France that were throwing tomatoes at Macron. Amen. Yep. Yeah. I mean... That's a sign right there. It's like, okay, uh, he got voted again. I don't know anyone that voted for him. There's no Macron signs (laughs) in my front yard. Just the tomatoes. Just like Biden. There there was like, you could count on one hand across the country how many vote for Joe Biden signs there were this last last election. And then all of a sudden he's got 81 million votes. Go screw yourself if you buy that. You know, one thing that I don't, well, no, 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 let me take it back. I understand it. But one thing that frustrates me about the United States is how slow good moves. It's so freaking slow. What are we, two years into Biden and nothing's happened yet? We oh, all... there's been a ton that's happened. Yeah, but but <laughs> the trigger has never been pulled to get him out. You know, he, he stole the election. The cronies are running our government right now. We all see what's going on. Is a result of the stolen. I mean, the election. fact that he hasn't been uh, impeached on anything, yet. arrested, screw the impeachment. Right, right. Take him out. Let the military come in there and take him out. And he needs to go to Gitmo today, right now. 
fly him there. But it doesn't happen. It's so frustrating. It drives me crazy. Uh, the population. I got to talk about this. I was reminded of this. Um, and I'm not sure how many people know about this. But back in 2017, I found this website. I think I was just, I don't even know how I found it. But it was Daigle, D-E-A-G-E-L.com. Daigle.com. I thought it was an Italian uh well, I was, I was looking for Wait, like some Italian. What'd you say? I, I, was, I was looking for some Italian food. That's what it was. Daigle.com. Oh, that's bagel. Bagel.com. But that's not Italian. Okay, well, whatever. Um, so anyway, I land on this website. And on this website, it has... Well, first off, let me explain Daigle. Daigle uh, kind of reports military equipment sales, I think... Um, you know, how many rockets they ship to the military and blah, blah, all these items that have been purchased, I think. Um, But they had an interesting link on there that was the the forecasted population. And in particular, it was for the year 2025. Uh, Researcher Craig Pard Cooper released this report on predictions of global population reduction Previously published on military analyst website Daigle.com, part of Cooper, his article links mass slaughter to vaccines in countries inhabited mainly by white people of European descent. That's how we're going to die? It's in process right now, I think, right? Daigle.com provided the 2025 forecast for population of each country. Uh, he says, "I have this person that wrote this article." What's the number? What's the number of people that were uh, the population supposed to be? What? Well, let me let me look at this. Uh, says I obtained the forecast data before it was taken down in April. So, in other words, the data no longer is on the website. They took it down. Ah. Uh, the data had been safely archived. Must have been too accurate. Says the data had been safely archived and was still available for analysis. I calculated the percent population reductions for each country based on the difference between the current population and the 2025 forecast and rank sorted each country in order of largest population reduction. My my hypothesis... Hypothesis. Thank you. Was the... (laughs) It's like Greek last names. I can't ever say it right. Slow them down. (laughs) Hypothesis. Yeah. My hypothesis was that the call... C-U-L-L would have Epic Center, an Epic Center, centered in the country powers who were running the pandemic, namely the G7. I also hypothesized (laughs) that those countries making the vaccine would be right at the heart of the slaughter. And as you can see this list, I'm going to put a link in our description box on uh, on, uh, our video here. Uh, of this report that shows every country and what the estimated population will be by 2025. For the United States, it's which, frightening. Which we're at currently 333 million, give or take. Or, um, yeah, 333 million. I think we are, and probably it's gone up because of all the illegals. But, uh, <laughs> we're probably at 700 million. <laughs> plus tax. Um, at the time of the report, they said the population was... Three hundred and sixteen million four hundred forty thousand. Okay, okay. Uh, this was twenty seventeen population. 
And they predicted at 2025, our population would be, are you ready? 99 and a half million. When I saw that, I about threw up. And this was back in 2017 before I became numb to all of the crap that we've gone through in the last five years. Uh, That's what, 68.5% reduction in our population. And you're still questioning COVID shots? How are they going to do it, folks? That was the first thought that I had. How are Why they gonna, are people why? dropping left and right? China actually goes up. Their population goes up. Hmm. <laughs> it's a lot to think about. It's a little um, bit. You know, you look at this report, and it literally has every country on here. And it, it shows you the population. And I, just glancing down the list, um, what's the number one? United Kingdom. We have a lot of folks listening to us in the United Kingdom. Yes, we do. Uh, They're predicting you're going to drop 77%. Next one is, uh, well, it cut off the beginning. Are you still buying into the COVID stuff? Huh? It's it's cut off the first. You need to share this, uh, this whole video. You need to share. I mean, we appreciate you subscribing to the channel. We appreciate the likes. We appreciate you viewing. You need to share this stuff with the, uh, the people that are completely numb to this they're they're buried in the sand yeah there's not enough people we we assume that there are because we surround ourselves with people that are like-minded i don't i don't understand what they're not seeing i don't either it's mind-boggling all you have to do is just use your critical thinking but they're they're not even aware that there's critical thinking needed they're they're still they're back twelve years ago where everything was just you know live my life pay my taxes get bent over by the man and um, well, li- live and die enjoy my boat ride uh, three well, times a year I'll take a vacation you know what happens as a result of ignorance though that's all I can say I mean there's no excuse uh, God gave us all wisdom you choose to use it or you don't and. For me, massive alarms. I mean, massive alarms went off when the first first mask went on. Actually, um, yeah, it was. Pro- well, it wasn't even the mask. It was social the, distancing. No, it was the first action that they took towards Trump and their whole attitude for four years of tearing the man down. I didn't need more than a month of that to wake up and say, "What? Right? I've never heard of this in my life." What? I mean, I was just... You knew there was an agenda. I mean... Yeah, instantly. Uh, there, something was wrong. And i that's how I felt. It was like a pa- almost a panic. Almost a panic. Something is wrong. And you if know? you can't see the insanity that's unfolding in front of our eyes, whether it's you know immigration, whether it's the border, whether it's the... The scamdemic. I can't call it a pandemic anymore because it never existed. No, it didn't. It, it it still doesn't. If you can't see the murder plan behind the jabs. If you can't smell the smoke. Wow. You'll never find a fire. Effing wow. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Uh, once the future. And then here we go. There's a little bit more. Loaded with happiness today. Um, once the future of food through vertical farming took root by August 2020. Uh, Monsanto, Bayer, and Singapore's Sovereign Fund. Is it Tomasic? What am I asking you for? <laughs> How do you say it, Tomasic? Huh? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> You've really missed Hypothesis. Hypothesis. <laughs> <laughs> 
What is your hypothesis on that? (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, They launched a $30 million startup called Unfold, which develops new vegetable seed varieties. Oh, what we need. Tailored to vertical farms. Man-made vegetable seeds. Sounds healthy. Completely lined with vaccine particles. (laughs) Nanoparticles and... What could possibly go wrong? And uh, (laughs) blood clots. (laughs) Here, take your blood cot pill. <laughs> I don't know. I, I I don't trust any of it. Get that stuff away from me. In fact, I'm looking for the old style tomato seeds. You know, you remember beefsteak no, tomatoes? No. That you would grow? I remember I grew them one time. Is that organic? And they were... Yeah, they, mine were. We won't have any of that <laughs> Let's right today, now. Bill. Hail, hail. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, so, so the, the, you, the viewer that are on audio only, well, you just missed it. Um, you wouldn't understand what just happened. Yeah. But uh, anyway, yeah, I remember the days of the old beefsteak tomatoes that got freaking huge, and they were ugly. They they were the ugliest looking tomatoes you ever saw. But yeah. my God, they were so good. I'm a Roma tomato fan. I um I like the crisp and the snap to it. The the beef steaks they've got like a shelf life for about ten seconds. Well, that's because they they're consumed so quickly. <laughs> well, no, they're so they're so soggy. Is they're, my, my, they're, they're big wet. and soggy. They're wet. And but boy, I just love them. Well, I'm a big BLT guy. I love BLTs. See, I, I make BLTs with Romas, man. I just put a lot more on them. They, 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 they look like pepperonis. Yeah. <laughs> and they don't have all the seeds that beef steaks do too. Right? And nor do they have all the beneficial uh, stuff that we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. Bayer licensed the rights to seed uh, germplasm from their vegetable portfolio. By 2021, they leased the 12,000-square-foot uh, laboratory research building in Davis, California. But don't worry. Rather than genetically modifying and inserting a gene into the DNA strand like how Monsanto, Monsanto uh, operated, they only uh, intend to cut a gene, still modifying its DNA. Has you looking forward to it even more now, doesn't it? Oh, I just can't wait. Perhaps, perhaps this can be done in an effective and beneficial way, but at the hands of those behind the 2030 UN agendas, probably not. Uh, GMOs already account for 75 to 80% of food Americans consume, and um, how healthy are we? Well, <laughs> I would say... It's going down every day. A little bit. Yeah. Um, And there's no way this is all a coincidence. Uh, You know, according to one report, there's an engineered collapse of of America, um, and it's manifesting in every single crisis we're seeing unfold in the country. Soaring inflation, international tensions, and the push for a third world war are just some of the features of the collapse. And now we have incoming food shortages. Uh, We have... Uh, we've been bringing you reports of over 20 food distribution centers or processing plants. Which Blown been, up or burned down, yeah. Yeah, been destroyed or seen significant damage in a very short amount of time. What ain't you seeing, man? <laughs> the latest food plant experiencing these issues is Rembrandt Enterprises, owned by the tech billionaire Glenn Taylor. The uh, the plant recently killed over five million chickens and fired most of uh, most of the staff in response to an alleged avian flu outbreak. Taylor also owns the Minnesota t- Timberwolves, and animal rights protesters were oh. uh, recently staging acts of protest 
against him at a Timberwolves game. Uh, I think it was like last week or something. Minnesota. Like yes. Blue State, right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Antifa. Black um, Lives Matter. Let me see. Yeah. Before we wrap that up, because it's all kind of tied into, I got a meme sent to me uh, about Bill Gates. Uh, Bill Gates is the largest, and this all has to tie in with all the farmland that we were just talking about and stuff, and Bill Gates is buying up a bunch of fire- farmland. Uh, Bill Gates is the largest investor in vaccines, and there's a pandemic. Bill Gates is the largest owner of land in America, and there's a food crisis. Bill Gates is the largest investor in renewables, and there's an oil shortage. Uh, somebody said Bill Gates has also been speaking for decades about ridding the earth of unwanted population by the way of vaccines. Yep. I just thought that was... Uh, but you had some good news about that the other day. Uh, you probably don't have oh, it in front right. of you, but uh, how when I heard that he owned all this land, it, it freaked me out. But you said he owns what? Was it 2%? It's 0.02% of the farmland in the United States is all he owns. Yeah. Now... And China owns the rest. What is it like? This is where I'm not going to get the number right. I think there's like 35 35 million square acres of farmland in the United States. That might be off by a zero. But he only owns like 212,000. Okay? It's It's not nearly as much as you think. But it is only 0.02% of the farmland available in the United States is what he owns. Uh, one acre, according to that son of a bitch, owning anything yeah. is too much. Yeah. I heard that. Uh, I can't believe there's still people that tout him. Like, oh, my God, he's like a technical genius. He's Satan. <laughs> you need to worry about China because China, as I read, owns 20% of our land. China owns 20% of our land. Makes you feel better, doesn't it? Yeah. Makes me feel better about Gates, right? (laughs) No, not. Okay. um, All of us know that Adam Schiff was involved in Russiagate, but according to newly emerged details from the ongoing Durham investigation, both Adam Schiff and Dianne Feinstein, I I didn't want to say Schiff. Dad, burn it. It's Adam Schiff. Everybody says shift all the time. I well, guess he's shifty. Kinda, yeah, well, he is. He is kind of shifty. And it <laughs> looks like, I mean, if you were to paint a picture of a pedophile, that dude's face. <laughs> His picture's on it. Yeah. yeah. And you, you said you've seen pictures of him from other news sources that yeah. mainstream media doesn't cover. With children. Yeah. yeah. Or children, child, I can't remember. It's been a while, but I have seen him, as I have seen uh, Schumer. And he looks like one, too, especially when he does... He's got this going on all the time. <laughs> yeah, and that's exactly what it was in the picture. As he, he actually he was kissing. He looks like a demon. This picture I saw was him kissing the child smack dead on the lips. And if I remember, don't quote me, but I think it was a boy. I'm not positive, but I think it was. So anyway, um, both Adam Schiff and Diane Feinstein were named as recipients of Fusion GPS emails dating back to 2016. What were they doing by talking to Fusion GPS way back then? Documents produced by Fusion GPS to date reflect hundreds of emails in which Fusion GPS employees shared raw, unverified, and uncorroborated information, including their own draft research and work product with reporters. 
and they appear to have done so as part of a largely successful effort to trigger negative news stories about, one, the presidential candidates. So they're on to him. And another thing I wanted to mention was, uh, this one caught my eye yesterday, child sex trafficking whistleblower was poisoned and nearly killed. John McGreevy, known as John Here to Help on social media, is the whistleblower exposing one way how people are trafficking and raping children in Baltimore and other places around the world. McGreevy is also the whistleblower that exposed a high-level political child sex trafficking ring when he spoke with Lynn Wood, and he's now running for U.S. Senate in Maryland. Well, someone posted on his Telegram channel a few days ago that he'd been poisoned. The Telegram message said it was an organic compound that was absorbed through his finger, and it stores itself in the fat cells of your body and leaches out gradually. Isn't that the stuff they almost got uh, Justice um, Clarence Thomas with? Wasn't that they 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 discovered that he was poisoned? But wasn't it something that was was it something that was consumed or something that was uh, absorbed just recently? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, something very similar to that. He got very sick. I remember. I, I I I can't remember, so I won't say, but. Um, I do remember his, him getting sick, yeah. Um, I wanted a quick little follow-up before we wrap things up for the weekend, um, or for the week anyway. Yesterday, it was announced that Apple and Google Play are going to remove Twitter. This, of course, happened uh, surrounding Elon Musk. Um Don't we have, like, a First Amendment right to, like, have access to this information that they're trying to bury from all of us freedom of information Act. Yeah, yeah i mean they have the green light to share on their platform what they want but we've got first amendment rights to have it available to us don't we absolutely um i'm finding it the government works for us we're allowed to see what they're doing right Sure. I know I'm living in Disneyland. Right. No, no, not, not anymore. <laughs> you don't want to be living there. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd have a dress on and pink hair and cotton candy looking do. But it's so trendy. No, um, let's see. We've got that. They're uh, removing Apple and Google Play from Twitter. Uh, I'm sorry, uh, G- Apple and Google Play are removing Twitter. Um, Jim Jordan, as we found out yesterday, suddenly found uh, 100,000 new uh, followers on his Twitter page. Just dropped out of nowhere. And then I found out that Donald Jr. discovered 87,000 new followers a day. Uh, within a day. Matt Gates, 21,000. Ron DeSantis, huh, 96,000. That came out of nowhere. Uh, Breitbart, 14,000. That came out of nowhere. Hmm. Not fishy at all, is it? Could it be the black hats are trying to clean up a little bit before the musk walks yeah hmm so look into that man not surprising Uh, at all uh, you got anything else i do have one more thing uh president trump needs our help and uh this is about january the 6th uh the fake 
insurrection, if you will. Oh, that little uh, ordeal in Washington, D.C. You know, the, the Nancy Pelo- Pelosi the, organized? Yeah, the Pelosi party, if you will. The public Pelosi party. Uh, Trump's attorney, Peter Tickton, he released a letter asking for the public's help in locating January 6th footage to assist his team in defending President Trump. Uh, the letter reads, to all patriots, my name is Peter Tickton. I'm a lawyer in South Florida who is proud to represent Donald Trump in regards to lawsuits brought by those of the left against our president. If you're reading this, you probably know that our election was stolen and that the whole January 6th insurrection was not what the left wants us to believe it was. You were there, or people you know and trust were there, and you know the truth. Now the time has come when I need your help to prove our case and to show the truth. Donald Trump will never give up. He will not roll over for the left who want to make it so he can never be our president again. He will keep fighting for us. A number of people, the likes of Eric Sawwell, have filed lawsuits against our 45th president. These people are attempting to get judges and juries to say that President Trump incited a so-called insurrection. The whole goal is to keep him from running again. We know the truth, and we need to prove it. For this, we need you. If, you're in, if you were in Washington on January the 6th, and if you have video footage, you can help. We need video footage of the following. Trump uh, protesters being peaceful, marching, and crowd scenes. No selfies, please. Trump protesters helping police and fellow protesters. Antifa, BLM, or other agitators antagonizing the crowd. Police or anyone else waving, encouraging people to go into the Capitol building. Any police wrongdoing that you witnessed or unusual behavior out of the ordinary for a police officer. The shooting or apparent shooting of Ashley Babbitt. Footage of police beating or antagonizing Trump supporters. The beating of Roseanne Boylan by police or any other video of Miss Boylan, including Trump supporters trying to save her. The death or any footage of Trump supporters Benjamin Phillips or Kevin Greeson from that day. Footage of police taking down barriers or opening doors and allowing protesters to enter the Capitol building. Most of the stuff Newsmax has been airing for the past year. For a while, yeah. yeah. Any footage near the RNC or DNC of scenes near or... uh, near or police response to the pipe bombs and the elusive pipe bomber, speeches of anyone promoting violence or peace, and anything else you might have that could help, please send any of the uh, videos that you have. And we're going to post a link to this letter on our description underneath the video. So you can go there and actually read the letter, and there are some links there where you can send this information. It's vital. Now... That he, that he gets this. Why? Why would he even need it? I mean, it's the it's the it's the nation's capital, and we live in the year 2022. This, of course, took place in early 2021, and surely the U.S. Capitol has cameras everywhere, both in and out. Surely, this footage in every square inch of that event has already been surveyed or surveilled, right? Wouldn't the local police force with all the cams that are on the chest, with all the cams that are in the rotunda, with all the cams that are like 
looking at every angle of the building from outside, not only from <clears throat> cameras that are attached to the Capitol, but are aimed at the Capitol. Shouldn't all of this have already been covered? Should have all been released a long time ago. Shouldn't every legitimate mainstream news source shown us the footage? Because, of course, the footage exists. Exactly. But, you know, what's going to happen is when this goes to court, they're going to say, oh, well, it's uh, some administrative or some kind of reason they can't release it, some BS uh, and they'll they'll make it. Oh, I forget. Well, the cameras weren't working that day. You know, kind of like when what's his face hung himself. Ah! It was on every other day, but the 15 minute window where he offed himself. Well, there's innocent people in this video, so we can't release it because we got to. Whatever the reason is, if they're the, innocent, some, they've got nothing to worry about. They've had what uh, uh, over a year now to plan. There's a little feature that they can blur people out. Yeah. Have you not seen that feature? Yeah. <laughs> But, Your Honor, we have five million hours, and we just can't possibly take the time to to physically and exhaustively yeah. look at every inch of this. Kind of like these corrupt bills we sign into uh, sign into law. There are 17,000 pages, and uh, we can't possibly. We just, I tell you what, we'll sign it into law, and then we'll read then it we'll later. Read it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which is what they did. Which is what Pelosi needs to be removed. Say it politely. She needs. She, ah, need, she needs her. Hey, don't be going. I'm not, hey, no. All grandpa on this me. Is, no, this is all in the name of health. <laughs> I know what you need. She <laughs> needs her first vaccination. Uh, That's yeah. what she needs. Yeah, you know she hasn't had one yet. And her 14 boosters. And a new set of dentures. You'd think oh. with all that money that she scammed from the U.S. population. And an eraser to erase her second set of eyebrows <laughs> oh god get a better dentist <laughs> you're, you're stealing the health plan you've got dental i know you do move to your 150 million dollar no which three, one three million dollar mansion which one that she just bought in florida no we don't oh, want her in florida that one we don't want her in the united states she needs to move to russia with her buddy <laughs> vladimir I don't know. She ain't friends with Vladimir. Well, she talks about Russia all the time, so it's like... She's got a crush on him. Yeah, she does. But I think she's got more in common with uh, Zelensky, if anything. Not not Putin. Well, Putin looks at her and goes, Ooh, (laughs) no like. (laughs) I I smell that from here. (laughs) You you go away. (laughs) Oh. Hi, Vladdy. <laughs> Remember me? <laughs> Have a good weekend, everybody. Um, oh, boy. That's all I got. <laughs> <laughs>